people like a bit of cake, don't we? One of life's little pleasures. It really is a pleasure to eat it. I, I know the word roux. I'm not really <laughs> sure what it is. It's tasty not, chemistry. I did work in a bakery for one day. Well, the bus went off and I, when he came out, I was lying down eating cakes. <laughs> Welcome to Bake Off Night with Thomas and Ben, an after show for the Great British Bake Off. Join us for the next 10 weeks as we delve into all the triumphs, drama, and most importantly, soggy bottoms. The two of them work in tandem to create something that is unique. Hello, and welcome to the Bake Off Night podcast. This is episode three, Bread Week. And unfortunately, the podcast this week is not very well titled because it's called the Bake Off Night podcast with Thomas and Ben. And unfortunately, Thomas is missing because he is feeling ill. So it's just me this week, and uh, I've already had a lot of problems trying to record this episode. Um, My voice itself isn't very good, and uh, I've just recorded this entire episode once and realised my microphone was muted on OBS. So here I am, back again. (laughs) So if if I sound tired or depressed frankly then you know why because I've just done this once and I messed it up so the thing is it was going to be a short episode anyway because hopefully me and Thomas will catch up later in the week and we'll talk about the episode together but I just thought it'd be nice just to get some kind of few thoughts out on the highlights of the show on the actual day after the show so I thought I'd just do this on myself this week which It's going to be a bit weird um, because the Bake Off night format is just us having a conversation. So as soon as it's just me here, I can't really have a conversation as easily. And uh, I I do use Thomas to plug some of the dead air, you know. (laughs) You know, if I can't think of anything to say or I need to have a look at my notes or something, I can just very easily ask him a question and he'll talk for a bit. (laughs) <laughs> I can collect my thoughts whilst he's doing that. And uh, this week, I cannot fall back onto that. So it's going to be a little bit more awkward. So if you can um, if you can cope with that for the next, like, 20 minutes or however long this is, then uh, good on you. But um, there's a lot to talk about. So <laughs> Bread Week is actually one of my favourite weeks of Bake Off normally, is Bread Week, because I'm more of a savoury person. So I was very excited for this particular week. And we had uh, the focaccia in the first round, chia batter sticks in the technical, and for the showstopper, we had the milk loaf. And what kind of stuck out to me very quickly whilst watching the episode was this was Giuseppe's week. You know, ultimately, he got Star Baker, and it was well-deserved because he was brilliant all the way through. I mean, in the technical challenge, he came first. In the focaccia, he got the first handshake of the series. Very well done for him for that. And uh, in the showstopper, he also did brilliantly with his five-a-day showstopper. So it was very well deserved. Um, Was there a bit of an unfair advantage there, considering two out of the three challenges this week were Italian-themed? And Giuseppe is the most Italian man in the world. 
Well, that's not for me to say on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> on the fourth best Bake Off podcast out there. That's not for me to say. That would be something that I would hope Thomas would say and get all the flack for. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe there was an advantage there. Who knows? But very well done to him anyway. Giuseppe, yeah, he's great. And he's a very entertaining baker at the same time. I think he's one to watch. I think we predicted he might get to the final. And I think that's that's very, very possible, especially based off this week. <coughs> so, well, um, without having Thomas here, there isn't as much rambling, hopefully, and we can stay on topic. So what we're going to do is we're going to have some structure, which is going to help me for the conversation. So we're going to start off talking about the focaccia round, then we'll talk about this technical round, and then we'll talk about the showstopper. So, first up, focaccia, which I had to look up the spelling of because I did not know what they were saying at all. I thought I knew what focaccia was, but then when I saw it, I clearly had never seen it before. It seems like it's basically just pizza without the cheese. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah, but it, I mean, it looked tasty. Everyone's on the focaccia round. You know, to, to someone like me who doesn't know baking, they all looked really, really tasty. And I liked the fact that it was a bit more savoury. So in the focaccia cra- for- <laughs> can't say it at all. In the focaccia round, with a couple of really funny bits, I liked to... Uh, Freya comparing Noel to Where's Wally, especially when later on he then appears with some glasses and a hat. And I was just picturing him like finding it in turn and shouting at them like, get me a red hat, get me a red hat and glasses. I'm going to do the whole costume. It's going to be funny. It's going to be a bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was very entertaining. Um, I, uh, I I loved Jürgen's line of, uh, I mean, everything Jürgen says is hilarious, but I loved his line of, Temperature sets the crust, time sets the crumb. Um, that's not a very good German accent at all. But, um, just his like little scientific approach and the way he says everything in such kind of like deadpan but adorable way just makes everything he says funny. And that line in particular just for some reason just sounded really funny. Um, and I'm sure Thomas would have loved it, but he's not here. Um, yeah. George George had an interesting moment where he flipped his focaccia out of the tray very haphazardly and then Christelle started prizing hers out of the tray and I saw someone on Twitter mention like why aren't they using baking paper like uh, like that grease proof paper because it then makes it non-stick and I mean I'm saying this as like a couch <laughs> What's the word? A couch critic or something. Like, I don't know anything about baking. I don't even own baking paper. But it does seem weird that they didn't use that. Maybe they're not allowed to. Maybe the producers inject a bit of risk and danger into the show and they don't let them use it. Who knows? Because it does seem very risky to just kind of drop your bread out of the tray like that. (laughs) Um, Anything could have happened. Yeah. So, um... That was yeah. That was the first round. I guess the most notable thing in this round for me, at least, was Giuseppe getting the handshake. Like yeah, first handshake of the series, and it was kind of interesting because they cut to a like weird bird's eye view shot of the handshake, which I don't feel like you see very often in Bake Off. And it's weird because this week I read an article about Bake Off secrets, and uh, 
in there they said they sometimes ask the bakers to redo something so that they can get a good shot of it. So especially like putting things in the oven, they'll they'll ask them to do it again so they've got it on camera. And um, that struck... I mean, to be fair, that as a secret isn't a very good secret. It's television. You want to make sure everything's captured on camera. If there's only like a certain amount of cameramen, if someone does something really important and they've missed it, of course they're going to ask, ask them to do it again. But um, yeah, that was interesting. And it was interesting with the handshake, but they cut to this weird shot that they don't normally have an angle of. So did they ask him to do the handshake again? Was it staged? The conspiracy starts here. But <laughs> beside that, very well done to the guy. First handshake of the series. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So, onto the ciabatta sticks. Now, these looked really tasty as well, but everyone seemed to struggle a bit on these, didn't they? There was sort of a 50-50 split in terms of who did well. And uh, in particular, I mean, it was quite funny because when they showed... Uh, what, when they revealed what the challenge was, the ciabatta sticks, they had a shot of Christelle in the background and she just drops them out. She's like, oh. <laughs> ciabatta sticks? No! Which was quite a bit of a foreshadowing of what her performance was because she actually then did very badly. She'd got confused between the proving and the baking time. So Christage came in ninth, so maybe she had reason to be shocked. Um, but it is funny how they always have these really extreme reactions. Like, oh my god, I've never heard of that. You know, it all fit, that, that in particular feels quite staged. Um, but it's TV, it's TV. But um, yeah, yeah, again, Giuseppe had an advantage here. I mean, it was an Italian stick. And they even mentioned this, the Italian, the uh, Giuseppe had an advantage. <laughs> And, I mean, Focaccia, that's also Italian. Um, but yeah, so Giuseppe did have a bit of an advantage, and it helped him. He came in first for the technical. And I mean, yeah, so it's not much of a surprise. <laughs> but he did well. But I mean, in his defence, he did say he'd never actually baked it before. So, you know, he knows. Um, yeah, what, what was interesting as well is, uh, I mean, I've said that like four times already. This is why I need Thomas. This is why I need Thomas. And also, it means that I'm not just like staring at my notes all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of little funny moments in the uh, Chiabatta round. I liked uh, Freya saying... Um, just everything she says is so funny. She's, she says things so slowly. And it just means that, yeah, a lot of the things she say just comes out so funny. And uh, in particular, I liked her saying, oh, golly, gosh, that can't be good, can it? And it's just, uh, yeah, she's great. She's really great. Um, and Lizzie as well is someone who never fails to make me laugh. And uh, you can see the dynamic between her and Noel just becoming really good now. You know, I think uh, she must be like one of Noel's favourites because them two together are really funny. And... Uh, she, she was asking, like, who eats a breadstick? Just being really shocked about it. And uh, and then also her line of um, when she's trying to grate the cucumber. She said, in school, they teach you how to put a condom on a cucumber, but they don't teach you how to grate them. And, uh, I mean, that is true, isn't it? <laughs> I 
I don't remember the grating cucumber lessons. The other one maybe sticks in the memory a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, that is that was funny. Um, and uh, Jürgen, yet again, coming out of another classic line of, I'm learning numbers. Oh no, I'm learning counting. Um, I mean, everything he says is funny as well. That's That's what we've said in the previous episodes, is that like, this year, there's such a good group of characters. Um, Jürgen, Lizzie, Freya, Giuseppe, uh, Christelle's quite funny. Um, all of them are just so entertaining. Chigs, I really like. Um, everyone's really distinct and just... They, they have their own sense of humour and the way they say things, even if they're not meant to be funny, just come out as funny. Yeah, I really like it. Um... There are a few people this year who are kind of falling in the wayside a little bit in terms of entertainment value. And I would say George is one of those. Amanda is one of those. Rashika was. Um, yeah, they're just not kind of offering as much. I mean, Chiggs I find funny whenever they cut to like his facial expressions and stuff, but he doesn't actually say a lot. So there are some people who are a bit less kind of value for money. But I mean, it doesn't really matter because everyone else is so good, like so entertaining. Um... So I think I think it's a really good batch this year. There you go. It's like a bake-off pun. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's interesting about the tentacle round is that it actually did reflect the overall results quite neatly. So in last place was Rashika, and obviously she ultimately left. And in first place was Giuseppe, and he got Star Baker. So they could have judged it just on the tentacle round, and they would have got the answer there, which is quite interesting. I wonder how many weeks... That lines up. So, <coughs> moving on to the themed display with Milk Loaf Showstop around, which is interesting because did they give them a theme? Because I don't think they did, but yet three of them out of the nine or eight, however, however many we're down to, um, three of them did sea creatures. So is that just a coincidence or what's going on there? Um, so we had two octopuses, and I think Freya even might have done an octopus in her one as well, although hers was kind of like a display of sea creatures. Um, I liked Jürgen, like, facing the camera and explaining what milk loaf is, because for someone who doesn't know anything about baking, that was really useful. And uh, he's just, he's adorable, isn't he, Jürgen? He's the nation's favourite at this point, and I think everyone would be devastated if he left. Which... Uh, looked for the first time a possibility this week because in the first round he didn't do very well um he even described it as not a tragedy but i mean it wasn't really a success was it jürgen and in the second round in the technical round he came fifth so it did start to look a little bit bad if he'd know if he didn't pull out of the bag on the showstopper he could have gone and his showstopper wasn't his best work so i was getting a little bit nervous for him this week but i mean we can all breathe a sigh of relief because Jürgen has survived. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, in the showstopper, he did give us a lot of entertainment with his uh, with his baby. And, uh, you know, they really milked... Milk loaf? Milk? They really milked that for all it was worth with uh, <laughs> uh, saying to Paul that, I bet you're ever going to baby Paul, which is funny. And... Um, Prue saying that she's going to eat the rattle and Jürgen's just complete deadpan uh, expression of 
I haven't eaten babies. <laughs> um, it's just uh, it's just hilarious. Yeah, so that was really good. Um, I liked George's line in this of the only thing holding this koala together is my hands. Yeah, there's not many shows where you'd hear someone say that. I don't liked it. And um, George in particular, his koala was really, really good. That was one of my favourites of the Showstoppers this week. And possibly of the series. It looked so good, so cute. Um, and I think, you know, maybe the texture wasn't as good as it could have been because he chose to go vertical, so he kind of risked that in a sense. And because he went vertical, he kind of sagged a little bit. And I think that ruined the bake. Um, but, I mean, visually, was one of the best-looking ones there. Vi- Visuals-wise... My other favourites were definitely Amanda's octopus. That looked brilliant. It, it had a sunken head, which she clearly tried to kind of play off and uh, get around. But, I mean, kind of worked. And, uh, yeah, hers was really good. And uh, it's interesting because George and Amanda did really well this week with, like, visual designs on the Showstopper. And um, they are two people that haven't really stood out to me that much in the previous weeks. So hopefully this is a sign that they're going to get a bit more creative and uh, start surprising people a little bit, which um, could be really good. Um, Christelle, I loved her roast dinner. That looked really good. And uh, Giuseppe's Five a Day, that looked, re- that looked really good as well. Um, so they, those were kind of my favourites of those. Um, I think clearly with this, because milk loaf it seems to go very soft and round, Choosing a design that is kind of soft and round seemed to benefit you. So Cristal doing the roast dinner and Giuseppe doing the five a day, that was a good plan, I think, because vegetables and potatoes, I guess vegetables are potatoes, and chicken and, uh, you know, fruit, they're all kind of round, soft things where you can kind of look glossy and make them look quite realistic. So those two really chose cleverly with their uh, showstoppers. <coughs> See, my throat's bad as well. And, um, yeah, not so well in the showstop, unfortunately. I think was Lizzie's pig. Didn't really look like a pig. Um, Chigs. I don't even know what Chigs did. I think I, I was looking away. Or I was at the toilet or something. I don't know what happened. But I don't even have a note for Chigs's. Maggie's octopus was a bit, uh, bit pathetic. Which is kind of... Kind of not her fault in a way because Amanda's octopus was so good that in comparison it looked rubbish. So um, unfortunately Maggie didn't do that well this week. I mean I've literally written a note saying BAD in all caps. So uh, yeah unfortunately for her it wasn't very good. Um, and Freya I was a little bit disappointed by. I didn't think it looked that good. I think um, Prue and Paul said it looked good but I um, don't know it was kind of average. And, and same for Jürgen I thought his showstopper was a bit average. Um, obviously, this is just based on looks because um, I don't know anything about baking and I can't taste it, weirdly, because it's on the television. So I don't know. <laughs> um, and I mean, Rashika's birdcage, unfortunately, I think that probably was the worst out of all of them, unless Chiggs's was a complete disaster because I don't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, Rashika's, yeah, unfortunately, that didn't look very good. Couldn't really see what she was going for. And like Prue said, there wasn't really much of a loaf there because it was all quite thin, kind of structural stuff. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think... I think Vashika was the right choice based on this week. Because in the technical round, she came last. 
uh, in the first round. I don't remember doing particularly well in the first round. And in the showstopper round, I think, unfortunately, yeah, she was the worst one there. So, I mean, it's a bit of a sad situation for her because I think in the last couple of weeks, she's been kind of like in the middle ground. Um, so maybe she didn't really deserve to go based on her overall performance. But unfortunately, Bake Off is judged just purely on that week. And this week, she was the right choice. And uh, likewise, Giuseppe was the right choice for Star Baker, even though he had a massive advantage being born in the country where two of the things were from. But apart from that, <laughs> no ill will to Giuseppe. Uh, he did very well. He did very well. And I mean, obviously, there's other weeks where everything they're baking is a British thing. You know, it's called the Great British Bake Off. So, I mean, there's weeks where they make jammy dodgers, which are, like, probably quite an inherently British thing. So, I guess, arguably, some people um, who are more, I don't know, like Maggie, she seems very British, um, uh, in that kind of, like, why am I tying myself up in knots here? <laughs> this is why I need Thomas, to, to sink me out of this hole. To, to lift me out of the hole, not to sink me further, although he probably would. He's not very helpful. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking, he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, what am I trying to say? Um, yeah, there are other weeks where, in the past on Bake Off, people who have not lived in this country as long have floundered, floundered, because... Uh, they need to make a wagon wheel, and they've never seen a wagon wheel before. So what I'm trying to say is, is that it's all fair when you look at the overall series. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh my god. Right, okay. Am I getting cancelled? Have I said so? <laughs> That was stressful. Right, Giuseppe, Starbaker, very well deserved, despite everything I've just insinuated. And uh, I'm going to go vote for Brexit now, after I've said all of that. Right. But, other big takeaway of the week, Jürgen is still on the show. So, yes, our our king, our king of Bake Off this year, the viewers' champion, even if he doesn't win, Jürgen lives to fight another day. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if next week he might get back to his star baker potential. And uh, next week is dessert week. So week four is dessert week. So later in the week, stay tuned because me and Thomas might put out a little mini episode giving Thomas's thoughts on the episode this week. Um, <coughs> if he's too ill to do that, then I'm not going to force him to by gunpoint. So we might just be back next week. But, you know, if he does feel up to it, we might do it. And uh, yeah... <laughs> if you are um, listening to this on uh, the podcast version, the audio version, then there's also a video version which you can watch on my YouTube channel. If you search for Stockdale B on YouTube, you can find it there. And likewise, if you're watching this, hello, um, you can also listen to the audio version of this on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast apps. Just search for the Bake Off Night podcast. 
when you upload it to a podcast host, it kind of gets shot out to all these other places. So I don't even know all the places this goes to. But I mean, the two big ones, I think, are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So find us on there. The links are in the description below. And my God, that's the second time I've had to say all that tonight. And I barely did it the first time. (laughs) So I'm quite glad I've got that out. I mean, I don't know if I even mentioned, but the camera also ran out of battery after filming the first one. So I'm now on a less good camera. I'm on my webcam. And, uh, oh my God. I'm glad, I'm glad to have finished this. (laughs) Right. I will, uh, bearing, you know, barring any other problems, trying to get this onto uh, YouTube and onto the uh, podcast apps. Hopefully we are done. Thank you for listening to this weird episode where it's just me. Um, Stay tuned. Thomas will be back, hopefully. Uh, and you know I you can this episode kind of demonstrates just how much I need him <laughs> um, if you ever wondered why there's two of us this is why and uh, yeah and if you've missed all the kind of humour and fun of that then Thomas will be back soon he is very greatly missed and I wish him the quickest of recoveries so thank you for watching this episode or listening and uh I'm going to have a panic attack now and then go to bed. So thank you for watching and goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.